listen to the show and peep what these dudes bring. If you didn't know, it's an orange and blue thing. Hope to win the championship in a few rings. It's an orange and blue thing. Walk off if the game's tied like shoestrings. It's a Mets podcast, orange and blue thing. Beat the other team with defense in a few swings. LFGM, it's an orange and blue thing. Microphones weren't even on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You think 27 episodes in on the sixth year of this freaking show, we'd actually have the microphones Listen, on. We're, we're just like the Mets. We forgot our one fucking job. Yeah, one job, one job, win one game. Yeah. Uh, so, Julia, we usually have a whole, whole nice little rundown going. We do have a bunch of stuff on here, but can you tell the people what's at the top? I think they could see it. All right. So this show is titled uh, The Mets Blew It. Fuck my life. Right? Yep. Okay, so uh, we had quite the weekend out at City Field. The Mets only won one game. Uh, we know that they ended the season with 101 wins. From last week's show was like, can hey. I, can I just say something really quick? Sure. Like, technically, your 102 wins was correct. Yeah, they did, <laughs> they did win got. 102 games this year, but only one of them is in the postseason. <laughs> yep. So uh, I did predict that back in April that the Mets would win 102. If they did win 102, they would have won the division. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't have been playing this past weekend. Yep. And tonight we'd be at home actually because yep. they would have won the division we would be getting ready like you said last week oh pregame next week's gonna be yeah, a pregame pre party pregame party for the nlds which obviously we know is not gonna happen so you had something planned for october which was last weekend which was a happy moment for you yes. uh you are now you know have, now have a new sister-in-law so i you, do you got to miss game one which I, was a loss can i honestly say i was i was dreading not that i was dreading the wedding at all but i was dreading that outcome for months was that I was gonna have to miss these games to go to the wedding. And I really right. like, this is when it really makes me believe in a higher power that someone is looking out for me. I was not meant to be miserable this weekend. It distracted me from everything. It truly made like the loss on what day was it? Sunday, Sunday. Yeah. yeah. The elimination night was Sunday night. It really softened packed house. If you guys didn't, didn't see it, yeah. I was packed out at city field on but Sunday. You know what? It really wasn't. Did you see no, what the paid I'm talking okay. shit. Okay. Yeah. I was like, the paid attendance was not, it was not. No, bad. it's very depressing. We'll get yeah. to that in a little bit. But It's wild. But um, I, I was thankful I had that. I had a great weekend that cannot be taken away from me. I hope there are other people out there who were able to experience the same. If not, I'm very sorry because I, I would have been much more miserable had I not had that. So I guess it all worked out. Yeah. You know, I was talking about it. Maybe it was last night. I was sitting on the couch sipping my sleepy time uh bigelow tea <laughs> and watching uh, antiques roadshow uh and i actually put a tweet i'm like Such a dad. man this is like i mean i love antiques roadshow right but you know if we had won sunday night or actually won the division like mm -hmm. we should have we wouldn't be in this situation where i'm sitting on my couch on a monday night i'd be so fired up for today yeah and i wasn't i'm sitting there like an old man drinking my tea um so anyway the mets did this to themselves yep and in september i kept saying don't worry. I was saying to myself, don't worry about it. Tell They're hitting yourself. a wall. They'll get hot at the right time. Get through this September. You know and what? if they happen, happen to play the wild card, at least it's at home. Yeah. We'll run through them. We got the three horses, the Grom Scherzer, Bassett, who have been fucking horrible for the past month. Mm -hmm. So it's not the kind of thing where, like, they had a bad weekend. DeGrom, clearly, I mean, he gave it his all. He yeah. made it to the seventh inning. And then the, you know, it is what it is. But, uh, was it the seventh? Whatever. I don't know. He, I didn't see that. Game. He pitched on Saturday and they won the game. So that was nice. But uh, his command clearly wasn't there. It wasn't the same DeGrom that we're used that we've been used to. Right. And 
uh, when Joe Beningo came on the fan a couple weeks ago and we both were like laughing at it, yeah. like let the Grom walk, let the Grom do this and that. Uh, Saturday night may have been the last time we see DeGrom in a Mets uniform. Yeah. And I think the way that it's ending or the way that it is coming to an end, if it is the end, mm -hmm. I think it's going to be a lot easier for a Mets fan to swallow yes. when they're like, well, look at how it, look at how September went down. Yeah. If he could have showed up in Atlanta and won the game, mm -hmm. if Bassett won in, in Atlanta, if Scherzer won in Atlanta, then clearly we wouldn't be having this conversation. Yeah. I know we were trying. Not that I want. I'm not shitting on the ground. No, 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 He's giving it his it's, all. It's fair. And I know we were trying to stay positive last week after the brave season. And it really, and I will stand by this. The Mets were a good fucking team. In yeah. 2022. You can't take that the away from The best team them. of your lifetime. Yeah. They just got cold you can remember. at the worst. Yes. Actually. Yeah. You weren't born in 86. Yeah. Best team of your lifetime. Yeah. They were the, they just got cold at the worst possible time. But like, for me, that whole I I was nervous and saw the writing on the wall that Cubs series being at City Field when Degrom pitched that terrible game, and I was like, okay, that's concerning. But I was telling myself, but you know what? It's fine. They'll rise to the occasion when it matters. Right when they showed up, fucking asleep in Atlanta. Not that I was gonna come out here and say it because I don't like being someone who like shits on people's excitement. I didn't want to like rain on anyone's parade, but like I had no confidence in them going into the postseason. I thought maybe they'd be able to get through the wild card because they are a better team than the Padres, yeah. I think. Yeah. But when you're that ice cold, if you're not rising to the occasion in fucking Atlanta, when you're playing the defending world champions for the division, you just need to win one fucking game and you can't do it. Right, right. I didn't have much confidence going into postseason anyway. So honestly, how I've been making myself feel better is at that point, the way they're playing, they were going to get smacked by the Dodgers anyway. I'm glad I didn't have to pay to see that. That's well, you know what's crazy, too? On Saturday, I wrote a tweet uh, on my personal account and something to the effect of, isn't it crazy that we have DeGrom going tonight in an elimination game and I'm not even confident that yeah. he's going to be lights out? Yeah. And we got through it and we won the game. It was our only win of the postseason. But, um, you know, it's very sad. And, and it's it's to the point where it's like, is this the best 101 team of that we've ever seen in baseball right because the phillies are still playing i know you know what i mean right now if the mets would have won this weekend That's... the nl east would have three teams going for the nlds and not that i'm saying that i i, I take pleasure in like the mets blowing everything people but, like, do look but, at the internet but i hope it really fucking is a wake-up call for a lot of people in that organization to have to watch the phillies and the braves play each other this week like if i was anyone who had any influence in the trade deadline or anything down the stretch, I would be embarrassed. Well, and when you I should be, I'm and not watching any baseball. Usually, Tell I'm like, me either. Uh, remember we talked about it when I kept saying, and there was. I was like, remember, there's three games. There's yeah. three games on a day, and, yeah. and there was. It was uh, whoever played at noon the other day. I think yeah. it was Cleveland. Um, so I'm usually excited to watch the postseason because no the way that the Mets season usually ends, mm -hmm. it's like, all right. That was fun. I enjoyed being at the ballpark. I like right. being with my family and friends and, and having our time. But the postseason you know, is still fun and exciting. Because I watch. I love baseball. Right. You know, I love baseball. I like watching baseball. The way this has ended is worse yeah. than 15. I worked this last night. on. I was trying oh, to start some dialogue. Worse than 15. Worse than six, 16. We limped to the playoffs. Yeah. Lugo and Gasselman got us there. 16, I, I truly, I don't even consider that postseason baseball. And honestly, I really wonder if I'm going to look back on this year and feel the same way. Because, like, you went to the wild card series. Right. You won one game like that. To me, this was like, I don't consider the wild card series the real postseason. It's like a qualifier. Do you really I deserve to kinda, be in the postseason? I think I used to feel that way when it was one and done. Now that it really is a series, I feel like I do consider this year I don't the know. postseason. Maybe just because of the way it happened. It's right. like, yeah, I mean, if we won, like, won, we won the fucking division. I'd be at the playwright tonight. Right. 
with, uh, you know, hopefully hundreds of people watching the game and I'm right. not doing that. So um, clearly a lot of people's schedules and plans have now changed. <laughs> October is kind of like wide open. Hey, now. I can actually work again. I, truly, I'm not mad about it. I can make money instead of losing a lot of money. So, yeah. So whatever. We, we, glanced over it for a second but this weekend at city field was not packed no uh every night there were were tickets available he probably could have went on tick pick and got tickets for less than face value which is very sad um i thought about this and we talked you know i don't ever like to shit on the mets fan base because i wasn't there either yeah you know like in september when the place was empty mm -hmm. i don't know if the fans were thinking all right the east is in the bag We'll, we'll, we'll get to the postseason when we get there. I'll show up for the NLDS. I'll save my money because it's clearly very expensive Can to go I to a ballpark. Can I tell you, like, I had tickets. Where were everybody? Last week, I had tickets to Tuesday and Wednesday. And truly, there were, like, conflicts that came up that, like, it just. <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, you could. You could light that on fire. Lizzie just walked by with something. You know what we talk about often? If you're not prepared, you're late. Yeah. So I had to make that. So there's something in the back that Lizzie might say is a jinx, but whatever. It's not. Whatever. Go ahead. But um, you had tickets. Yes. And, you know, Tuesday was really it was just bad weather. I didn't feel like going Wednesday. An actual genuine conflict came up. But it was like I probably if those games were super important and they were playing good baseball would have found a way to make it work. I didn't care to. And I think that's how a lot of people felt about it. But and why was 15 so series. different? Because they weren't, they were a good team, but they were never a runaway great team until, until they August. got hot at the end. Right, and they were right, fun right. to fucking watch down the stretch. Every series was exciting because every series mattered. And yeah, that ended up happening down the stretch this year, but it was never supposed to. And I think that's what's I think really like maybe are are we becoming a fan base that is like Entitled. spoiled? No. Are we spoiled now? No, it's not that we're spoiled. It's that the Mets were a legitimately great team for the first, what, four months of the year and then just forgot how to play baseball. Essentially, like we had a batting champion. We had Pete and Lindor both breaking franchise. Before records. you go to that, before you get to that, I was uh -huh. going to actually try to do something with you where we both uh, we each name something that was great that happened this year. So hold off on okay. that for a second. Okay. So people like the circle. Also, you know, I've been reading social media, be like, oh, Mar the Marte injury was really what you know put this team down. No, it's not. It's the pitching that we are paying millions and millions of dollars mm -hmm. to, or the pitchers that we're paying millions of right. we whatever the team's paying mm -hmm. that shit to bed. Yeah. So and then the, the bats didn't pick them up, which they had been all year. But it's crazy to think too, like, okay, Scherzer went out with the oblique or whatever. And DeGrom obviously was battling what he was battling and, and he came back. The Mets got to where they were without those guys. And that's honestly, I had been saying this from the second they came back and everyone was maybe so if Taiwan Walker pitched in Atlanta, we would have won. Yeah. When the second everybody came back and everyone was so excited about DeGrom coming back and don't get me wrong, I was too. But like my outlook the entire time was how, what are we supposed to be able to expect from them? Like if that's, that's why I hated the trade deadline. I'm like, you're putting all of your stock into DeGrom and Scherzer pitching essentially no hitters every game they pitch and hoping that the offense pans out. You had no real fucking DH basically the whole year. It was just, it was too much pressure to put on aging pitchers with, at their age, significant injuries. So, mm -hmm. I don't know. I, like, I hate being one of those people who harps on the trade deadline now that we're in October. Because really, if just, like, two batters could have stayed hot, like, it wouldn't have made too much of a difference. But it, it is what it is. So... Um, you know, Alex Cohen, Steve Cohen, they did a tremendous job this year, Truly. uh, changing the, 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 the face of the ballpark, yeah. you know, making it more enjoyable to be at the games. I'm hoping that they're going to do something about people. I'm, I, I complain about the parking and it's like, Hey, I'm allowed to express my displeasure of the yes. parking. Uh, clearly we don't have to tailgate right. like, well, you choose to park in that. Like, 
take, why don't you take the train? It's called the seven line. I can't take the seven train with 300 beers. You know, like we have a, a whole thing going on. We tailgate, whatever. Why don't you take the train? It's called the seven There's line. There's like two guys that reply that all the time when I mention the parking. Uh, so there, there were many positives in the season. Obviously, we want them to go the whole way. Right. Uh, as uh, Kana said, you know, we wanted to win the division. But if if the eye on the prize is to win the, the whole thing, that's yeah. that's what we're, our goal is. But uh, so you brought up the McNeil being the batting champ, which congrats to him. Mm-hmm. He didn't even, he wasn't even a big leader until like he was 26 years old. He was like uh, a roofer in the off season when he was in the minors. Yeah, the I'm guy, so happy for yeah, him. Yeah, great. Uh, he's getting a car. Even though Lindor said, yeah. I don't know what kind, I never said what kind of car it is. Yeah. Um, so let's just try to really quickly without hesitation. Can you, I'll say batting champion. Can okay. you mention something that did happen this year? That was good, good or positive or fun okay. or, or or something. Lindor breaking the RBI record for shortstop as a Met. Mets old timers day. Oh this is great. Uh, Keith Hernandez's number being retired. Tom Seaver statue. No, I was gonna, I was saving Tom <laughs> Seaver statue, but okay, I'll say Tom Seaver statue. All right, uh, Pete breaking the uh, season RBI record. Combined no hitter in in the black jerseys early in uh, April or late April. Uh, Brett Beatty home run in his first at bat. Uh, Francisco Alvarez, okay. uh, first home run, first hit was a home run as well. Um, are we just, can we just do like outcomes of Anything games? Anything you want. I'm thinking of the, the, the comeback in Philly though, at this point it doesn't fucking matter because the Cinco Phillies are playing the faux season and we're not. Cinco de Mayo in Philly. Yeah. So oh, the, okay. Did I say that? You That's said well, that. that was what I was saying. And then you were kind of just driving <laughs> um, home. Whatever. So clearly things did happen this season that were, were positive and fun and whatever. But, um, you mentioned just now uh, May 5th, right? Or uh-huh. in Philly. I'm tired of still talking about like Mookie game six, like things that happened, like crazy outcomes of games. I know. Big comebacks that were 30 fucking years ago. I know. So that May 5th game was crazier than, I mean, the Mookie it play was, was crazy, but, but like now it's essentially that wasn't the postseason. Yeah. Exactly. That wasn't, if that was a postseason if, game, if that Mets, would be like the craziest yeah. postseason or game ever. Or if the Mets had just won the World Series this year, that's going to be one of those games that gets talked about forever because that was the defining game of this team and that showed what they were made of and blah, 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 blah. But now it's meaningless. Uh, it's going to be great for amazing comebacks 2022 on SNY or amazing oh finishes, whatever the fuck it's called. But that's really it. It's it's we I asked the question and I'm going to ask you again. OK. What do you consider this season a failure? A big time. Yeah. Gigantic failure. Yeah. You cannot win 101 games. Have your guy your your guys became healthy, right? I, granted, I bet you they're not. I bet you the oblique still bothering uh-huh. him. Every player that's playing baseball, no matter no matter what game it something is, always game one or hurts. 162, Nimmo was playing through it. Remember, yeah. he had, he had, he pulled something with his hammy. They probably shot him up with some cortisone. Yeah, just like, like get back fucking out get there. through it. Yeah. McNeil was hurt. Mm-hmm. Marte was hurt. He came back and he said, "I'm hurt, but." I got to fucking toughen yeah. up you and get what? through it. I forgot about Nimmo's hamstring injury, and I was wondering why the fuck he wasn't They pulled him the from the month. game. And that's probably what it is. They I pulled him. I don't know where they were. They yeah. pulled him. He didn't finish the game wherever they were. That. But then and he then was right like, back out there fuck, the next here we go. day. Yeah, Nimmo's a gamer, man. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, some people brought up some other things in the comments of things that happened. Uh, where was it? I glanced over it. How about Indart throwing out the first pitch in Philly? <laughs> that was excellent. So, yeah, this is absolutely a failure. Um, you know, individual victories are great. You right. know, having these little things, these little moments that were fun, like they're never going to get erased. Right. Uh, but winning that many games and then not playing tonight is bullshit. It's honestly, what's, what's so sad is like, 
had they not been as good of a regular team in the postseason and like they had this amazing finish that got them into the wild card and they lost in the wild card series, but the fact that they got there was amazing, then we'd be calling it a success. And it's so, it's just so wild how when you actually have a good team and there's actual standards set for yourself, now we're like, I guess this is kind of what we wanted to a certain degree. I mean, there was never a lo- there, there was never a losing streak, right? You know, they never they never won the one than what it was it more than three. three games in a row. Yeah, that's fucking insane. Yeah, that they were they were such a good team and they just they fucked up. they shit the they bed. shit the bed. Yeah. So, um, you know, it is what it is. It's really just so, being a Mets fan. It's so it's such it a Mets season. Being a Mets fan is such a, a character builder, yeah. you know, because you have the highest of highs, the lowest of lows, and you have to roll with it and be like, all right, Saturday, February 25th, we yeah. will be at spring training opening day. You know what's so funny is that Katie had sent me a snap yesterday and it was like, um, that's still a thing. Snapchat. Me around. and Katie have like a, like almost 500 day snap streak going. So we're really the only people who use it with each other just because we can't let it die. Um, but she it, it said something like in an abusive relationship with the Mets because, you know, they had this horrible loss and I'm still like I, I'm getting a, it was like a six thousand dollar refund between her two strips. Yeah. And I'm still sad about them losing. And I'm like, no, the real abusive relationship is that. I'm getting like something like $2,500 back and I'm not sad about it because they let me have my $25,000 back as a treat for the emotional pain and distress they've caused me. It's like, okay, I'll keep coming back for more if you give me my money back. That's abusive. Speaking of the money, I don't think I'm almost positive that Mm -hmm. the Mets do not set the pricing for playoffs. I think it's an MLB MLB event. So they were getting shit on like, well, look what, you know, the ballpark was empty. Look at what you guys were charging, like adding the Mets. I don't think the Mets make the prices. Uh, but if you do look at the pricing, you could have got into like the St. Louis series for mm-hmm. like a third of the price. Uh, so maybe they're like, all right, New York, right. big market team. They were in first place all year. The fans are going to show up yeah. and, they, and they didn't, um, also parking $50 to park. I think Ridiculous. they do set that. Yeah. So no, they do the state that, or that I heard that's the city of New York. I, I don't think to it's pay the Mets. triple yeah. when I pulled up with the truck on Saturday. No. So, uh, I've been parking there all season. I, the, the, the truck is the, the same width as a regular parking spot. Yes. It's just longer, you right. know? So when I pulled up on Friday, I paid my 50 bucks. I, we go in, we tailgate, whatever. The parking lot was pretty empty up until right before we went in. Mm-hmm. Then they started parking cars behind the truck yeah, or next to the truck against the curb, against the grass. And at that point, there was no way for me to like straighten out. I'm like, oh, fuck, you can get mad at me for taking up more than yeah. one spot. Showed up Saturday and they're like, how many spots did you take yesterday? I was like, I, I pay for one. I was going to straighten out, but I couldn't. You got, you parked cars behind me. Yeah. And they put, made me pull to the side. I had to call somebody to see if they were going to charge me 150 bucks to park on Saturday. So clearly, whatever. Long story short, it got back to 50. I parked the way I was supposed to. And on Sunday, I didn't even bring the truck because yeah. Amelia came. And I can't put a booster seat no, in, the, in the truck. No, no, no. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, parking was 50 bucks a night. So I paid 150 bucks to park this weekend. Yeah. But you know what? It's crazy. I, I don't think those things would have mattered if it was the NLDS and they had won the division. Or even if they got through the wild card the series and it was the NLDS next week. I just think a lot of fans are probably like, well, fuck it. You know, like. I'll sell my tickets this weekend or whatever. I'm not going to go this weekend because nobody wants to watch the wild card series. Nobody wanted them to be there. Like if you're going to miss one weekend and a lot of people probably did not plan for them to be playing this weekend because they weren't supposed to be. So. I don't know where uh, we're, we're looking at the comments here in the chat. Mm-hmm. Uh, where was it? Uh, I don't know where he's seeing this, but Tom McCabe says tickets to the game in Atlanta tonight are twenty five dollars. <laughs> So that would be fun because the battery is a great time over there. That's um, wild. Anyway, what one thing, not to cut you short or change the subject nope. here, what is one constant I've been, besides my pool this year, 
one constant that I've been talking about off and on throughout the season on the show that has nothing to do with baseball. Oh, like we're talking like motocross? Not motocross and not the pool. Something I need to get to and I keep saying, I got to do that. And I just don't do it. <laughs> I hate being put on the spot. I don't remember. Tell me. Survivor. Oh, yes. So now's the time. Did you see my tweet today? No. So my, my dirt bike's on the back of the car. I'm mm -hmm. supposed to go to the track after I do all this and, and start riding again because I thought my motocross season was, season was over and clearly it's not. So uh, Hoboken Mike, he, the Mets fan who sat with us at, at the uh, Subway Series, he was runner up last year or last season, two seasons ago on Survivor. And he put up a tweet this morning that he's at Mohegan Sun because today is an open casting call at Mohegan Sun. And no I don't have anything way. to do tonight because the Mets There's blew it. No postseason game. So I sent him a text. I'm like, hey, do I have to get there by six? It said two to six PM. Yeah. I was like, if I get there at like five forty five, am I too late? Do I have right. to be in line already? He said, No, just show up and 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 that's it. So I think I'm going to make it sun right now. Wow. So uh I keep saying, like, oh, I gotta make my tape for Survivor, this and that. No, you don't. So I text him, like, what do I gotta bring? Do I got to bring a tape? Do I got to bring a resume? Yeah. Do I have to bring any kind of paperwork? He's like, just show up and tell your story. So my whole thing is going to be, like I've been saying to you, hey, my name is Darren Meenan. I'm about to be 42 years old. I'm a husband, father, amateur dirt bike racer, and professional Mets fan, and my world got flipped upside down two days ago. I should be going to the World Series watching the Mets, and now I am here auditioning for Survivor. And wow. there's the sound for the first time in a month. So... I think I'm going to Mohegan Sun right after this. Love that for I'm gonna you. I'm going to take the dirt bike off the truck, bring it into here, is, and then go to Mohegan this Sun. This is what we're doing with our free time. I, I'm going to keep working. You're going to go to Survivor. Fact checkers, what are you doing with your new What are you doing with your month off Let now? us know. Uh, yeah, so I guess that's what I'm doing. So Love that for you. Yeah. Please keep us posted. But you know how, like... I'm not one to be like superstitious, even though I say I'm not. And then like you totally are. I wore the flat my flannel that I wore on Saturday. Yeah. And the Mets won. I wore that in all of 15. So I wore it again on Sunday. Uh -huh. So Drew and I were in the back the other day talking about like how we're not superstitious. And then we did the same shit. Yeah. Uh, on to. Sunday that we did Saturday. Mm -hmm. So I'm not superstitious. I'm You're a little, a little stitious. stitious. <laughs> so anyway, I guess I'm going to go try it for Survivor right after this is over. All right. Good for you. So uh, before we move on and do anything else, we absolutely still have to give shout outs to everyone that, that support us throughout the year. Tick yes. Pick, Coney Island. We love both of you guys. Do you know what game the Tick Pick winner chose to go to? Friday night. Oh, sorry. Unfortunately. So sorry, last week, if you, if you watched, we did our, our little retweet contest on Twitter. Uh, I should have wrote the guy's name down, but he chose Friday. So he unfortunately got to watch the first Mets loss of the postseason. Uh, so that's the story. But still, Tick Pick all, all yep. season, no matter what you're doing. Maybe you're going to watch the Rangers, Islanders, Knicks, Nets, Talking about things concerts. we're going to do with our free time now. I think I'm going to go to the Demi Lovato concert next week, and I'm going to get my tickets on Tick Pick. So. Demi Lovato. So Demi Lovato. definitely go to Tick Pick. No fees. Super simple. Um, when you go to a concert, how does that – because we use the ballpark app for MLB. How does that work for concerts? So – have you done it? Oh, yeah, yes, you did do it. The little Nas X thing. So it, I think it's like a transfer from Ticketmaster or whatever website these people originally bought the tickets on. Um, so sometimes you do need like an account on Ticketmaster or whatever. I know when I bought the tickets for the little Nas X concert, I had to click like a transfer link and I did have to sign into my Ticketmaster account. But then that was it. Oh, that's easy. Once I signed in, it was added to my wallet and it was done. Very so easy. check them out. Tick pick, uh, download the app or use the website. But we also have a promo code, which I think is going to be active, at least for the off season. Yes. It is OABT, $10 off any first time user in the app making an order of over $99. So thanks to tick pick. You guys were the excellent best. all year. Those giveaways that they did this season were great. Awesome. Uh, getting people to the subway series for free, the, the uh, wild card game for free. And I'm sure if we keep this going, yeah. we'll do some stuff for next season as mm -hmm. well. 
Uh, also, Coney Island. Coney Island's been excellent. They've been dropping off pallets of beer. So everyone in the Seven Army should definitely be singing their praises and oh, saying thank you to Coney Island. What a shame we don't even get to go to Playwright. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, I I just like I just remember. I was going to be a playwright happen. tonight. Yeah, uh, with hundreds of fans. So shout out to the playwright for yeah. uh, you know at least uh, trying to organize this with us. This that would have been phenomenal. Uh, would have been the first time since fifteen that we were packing that place out. So uh, Coney Island, definitely. If you didn't get involved in this yet, I'm pretty sure this is probably ending very very soon. Yeah. The season's over. But if you want free season tickets to next season at City Field. You can still get in on that. Text the word Coney Mets if you haven't already, or maybe use your friend's cell phone so you can enter more than once. Coney Mets to 855-933-4223. No spaces in Coney Mets. Uh, win two season tickets to next season at the ballpark. $100 gift card to the brewery and a whole bunch of Mets swag. They have the official rights now to do the koozies and the hats and the shirts and all that. So definitely get involved in that. You have you clearly have time now to text them. So uh, maybe after the show, but do it later and get involved. And if you happen to be in the area of Coney Island, definitely check them out at uh, the home of the Brooklyn Cyclones, Maimonides, 1904 Maimonides. Surf Ave, Brooklyn, New York, 11224. They have 12 taps of limited brewing-only exclusives, a full kitchen and indoor-outdoor seating. Also, like, I shop at Stop and Shop. They have it there. Yep. So definitely go to their site, check out the beer finder, type in your zip code, and then you could find out where to pick up your brewskis. Um... Uh, also, let's get to each week's each week. We give away some stuff from Coney Island. And yes. as this is our last episode of the season, uh, if you're waiting on stuff and your previous winner winner, now we have everyone to uh, ship to. So sit tight on that. Simply retweet the show. If you want to be involved in this week's contest, we'll the still select week. that next week. We'll probably announce the winners just on our, our orange and blue thing. Uh, Twitter account. Yes. So last week's winners, which we announced this week is J Dexter one, six, four on Twitter mm. and on Facebook, a familiar name, Mindy Elrich. Oh, yay. So Mindy, you are the winner as well. So shout out to you guys. Congrats. And thanks for watching and listening all season. Awesome. Do you know? Probably not. I mean, I, I think that every criticism, every, all the hate, all the trolling, all of this, all of that from either Phillies fans when we'd shit on them throughout the year or Braves fans because of, you know, I was poking the bear. Of course, of course. I made that all. You almost got it video, yeah, yeah, which yeah. I thought was funny. It, it is. Was. It is still funny. It was. Um, but now you got to take it right back. No, it's part it of, what it's it is. part of sports is shit talking, whatever. Yep. Right. The last thing that I would be doing as a Mets fan is going on to like, if we won the division, whatever, go on to like Braves fans accounts and reply to them and, and talk shit whatever it's just not in my nature mm -hmm. i understand that's what people do yeah i am blown away by last week's episode uh that we post a show on youtube as uh -huh. well that show last week got five times as many views as any other show we've done throughout the season really because braves fans watched it just a comment about how like the Mets suck or whatever. So thanks to Braves fans for caring so much about that, us. That helps us. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. Keep doing I mean, it. We don't do great numbers on YouTube. Yeah. It's like a couple hundred here, a couple hundred there. Yeah. Although I, honestly, if I was watching the show as a replay, I'd probably watch on YouTube. Right. You pop it's it on easier. your TV or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, so YouTube doesn't do excellent for us. We're mainly like Twitter, Facebook. Yeah. But YouTube last week was great uh, great if you're back here again i don't even know week, how they found welcome it. back keep going watch the whole show it's great for us it's great yeah <laughs> but like imagine caring so much about you I, and i i truly and i don't know i try to think about this like i wonder if it's because like we are blessed enough that we go to most of the games days that i'm at the game i'm not online like i maybe post like one random tweet if something significant is happening but like 
I, I feel like that's when I'm not when there's something exciting happen is like when I'm I'm least amount on the internet. That was not an English sentence, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, but that's like when I, I spend the least amount of time online. And I, I can't I'm not gonna shit on people because really, like it is fun to talk shit. Like you said, it's part of the game. Yeah. You know, when we had that come the Mark Canna game in Philly, that was a fun day to be on Twitter when we were winning the season series against the Braves. It was fun to talk shit. But at this point, I can't fathom having the time or Imagine energy care, like your team to won- look right. up tweets and like, I yeah. whatever, to each their own. Hey, you want to watch it's our your show? Right. Go ahead. It really is. It's your right. Your team is in the postseason. Our team shit the bet. Do what you want to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I don't have I don't have the time or speaking the energy. Of, speaking of shitting the bed, you weren't there on Friday night, but the Mets were losing at that point, seven nothing or whatever it was. Oh, yes. You and told the, me about this. The DJ who was mm-hmm. set up right behind our section. Yeah. Plays. We are the champions. This is between innings. We are the champions. And then follow that up with all we do is win, 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 no matter what. And we're like, what the fuck? Am Why I like on the Twilight that? Zone? Like, what is going on right yeah. now? Who is this jabroni? And how is he playing these <laughs> songs? How is he playing these songs well, at a time like this? I'm sorry. On Sunday, it wasn't that much better. I can't remember what inning it was. But like, granted, we were losing like four nothing. But it was later in the game. And like a big play had just happened. And we were about to bat. And it should have been like a pump us up. Like, let's rally kind of moment. And they were playing just like the most somber, quiet. Yeah. The crowd, I kept saying, I cannot remember being at a game unless it was like a late September Mets are out of a kind of game where it was so fucking quiet the entire game. Unless so we, were, we, were, we knew we were watching a funeral. Yeah. Like, like there was, there, there was like, nothing to cheer for, right. but it was just so quiet the entire right. time. But that's also, I get really frustrated about that because the Mets constantly come out and say, all players come out and say that like, they thrive off of the crowd. It, it Not that I'm going to say, like, it's your the Mets weren't doing their job, so why should we do ours? I totally right. get that. But if you're going to bother to pay to be there, like, it is a little bit like you should do your part. If you're going to be dead, they're going to be dead. And yeah, granted, they get paid enough for, money you know? to, like, like, pay well. The no Mets matter had one hit. I know. You I know. know. There was nothing to cheer for. I totally get it. But, like. And also, they, they literally Musgrove had a fucking perfect game going into the fifth inning. Well, we had Eargate, you know. So, uh, what and what are your thoughts on that? I'm very curious. So, I mean, I don't blame Buck one bit for Me going either. out there and at least finding out or asking what was going on because mm-hmm. clearly it was all over. He gets a lot of information in the dugout. Yeah. Clearly, they have the iPads, they got the cell, they got the phones, this yeah. and that. So, if you happen, I wasn't looking at the internet or looking at Twitter during that game. Me either. But I did when I when that started. When that happened, yeah, I was, was like, like what's, what's going, going on? on? Mm-hmm. And you see the screenshot of like the shiny ear. Yes. And of course, you have to find out what's going on. Right. What do they but do also, in that situation besides kick him out? of? If it was sticky, do they right. kick him out of they, the game? They have to. He would be ejected. Right. But but also I saw it was like anonymous, but it was like two former veteran major league pitchers yeah, 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 said yeah, yeah, something yeah, yeah. where it was like they noticed his spin rate was faster than it's been all season way early in the game. And they I said, if I was too. Buck, I would have asked earlier. Like they right, don't blame right, him for right. asking at all. He just should have done it sooner. Um, I saw some photos, though, for the past like four starts, his ears yeah. been shiny. So like that. I don't know if you saw Andrew McCutcheon's tweet, but he I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he said McCutcheon. it's like it's like a heat thing. Yeah, it's something that it helps keep them focused or something. It's totally legal, but it does appear it's like to putting icy like, hot on your ear on yes. purpose to like. But it's not illegal. Make you stay focused. It's not sticky. Right. It's kind of just like, I don't know why you'd want to do right. that. I but, will say like, you know, and people want to like uh, Gary Cohen went off about the whole thing and which i think is kind of, whatever gary could have his opinion on I, that I but kind of, i kind of i do see he got booed big yeah, time because they had the speakers there so you yeah. could hear like oh, people booed when they live. were talking on the panel mm-hmm. uh whatever you call it the, outside the stage outside and fans were already pissed like hey we just lost and right. then gary's shitting on buck yeah the fans that were there were like oh, like booing yeah. gary you know well i i i do kind of see both sides because it really did 
reek of desperation, but they were desperate. Who cares? And, that, yeah. and that's what I'm saying. And I'm like, at that point, it's not cheating to do what Buck did at all whatsoever. It's it's a valid if you want to use it as a tactic, even if you don't totally believe. Well, but but think about it. it. It's a totally fair tactic. It's just as fair and valid as what the Padres were stepping doing, out, which they were right to Bullshit. do it. Yeah, yeah. But but they're, it's totally within their right to do it. Every time the crowd was into it and amped up and Bassett was right, they were stepping out every single time, which worked. And so if Buck wants to pull cheap shit too, even if he doesn't totally believe, but it was again, a very valid concern. Yeah. Did maybe, that to him the entire, like the entire, right from the very first inning. Exactly. And maybe, maybe it did come off as a little desperate and like cheap, but like, it worked. so was there. And it it's worked. fine. It both rattled are, them, both you know? are fine. And um, that's the thing. Like you, that's what I could not stand was after that, you have the entire fucking stadium chanting cheater at this guy, even if he isn't, but like as the Mets offense, how do you not come through in that right. moment? That was, that could have been, the turning right point. after that he went one two three i know and it, he, it only fueled him more. i love it because yeah. he like i mean as a, if as i a was a padres fan i'd be like fuck well he, yes. he he looked right at the mets dugout yeah. he like gestured to them like what yeah. you know like the the uh you, you never watched it but uh you spending down right it's the same thing um i thought it was great on his part like yeah. oh fuck you guys like yeah. i'm not cheating yeah and you know watch this type right. thing and then they won on our field and and you know unfortunately we have to watch that again because yeah. uh in 15 the the Royals got to celebrate on our field in 16. The Giants beat us in the wild card game. They celebrated on our field. Yeah. On Sunday, we have the Padres celebrating on our field. So we will see what happens for next season. Uh, a lot of question marks, like who's going to be gone? What what does this team look like next season? Can we talk about that for a second? Sure. That the post game comments. Now Degrom has been avoiding talking about it all year, which is fine. But like Seth Lugo was very emotional. Brandon Nimmo was very emotional. And I don't know if it's a good or bad thing the way DeGrom is talking, the way he's talking. He's always cold. He yeah. doesn't really show much emotion. No. Nemo and Lugo are talking as if like they have a strong feeling they're not going to be back. And DeGrom, I don't, and again, like you're right, DeGrom has never been emotional. I don't know if he would be the type of guy to get like kind of reflective and sentimental about it. But do you think him not talking about it all is like he's confident he will be back? So there's no reason to get like emotional about it. No, I don't think he's confident on it because care? it's his choice. Yeah. You know, he's the one who's opting out. The Mets aren't saying like right. we want you to opt out. So right. uh, he wants to test the market. I wonder if what happened over the past month and a half with his career or his results are going to affect how much he's going to be getting. I, I think somebody will throw all their money at him, but I don't. I think his best years are behind him. I mean, I would which love is to a very fair criticism. Yeah, he's an yeah, aging pitcher. He's right. not young. And he so. throws very hard. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't see him changing that, you know, trying to get more creative to prolong his career. I think this is who he is. Right. Just a guess. Right. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. But, like, you know, a lot of question marks. And Diaz, we talked Nemo. about it last week. I, I would not. I would not mind at all if DeGrom came back. And again, it's not my money, so I don't care what happens. I don't care if they want to overpay him, but they cannot go into the next season depending on Jacob DeGrom to be 2019, 2018 Jacob DeGrom for a full season because that's just not realistic anymore. Even if he can have spurts of starts where he is showing that, He's injury prone at this point. He's aging at this point. He's not as reliable at this point. You have to go out and get more. You have to do more. Well, the thing with that too is it's like, all right, That's what I they gave, should have done at the trade deadline. Anyway. I gave this team my best years. Yes. For half the time, they couldn't freaking score for me. Yeah. Our best team, the best team that he might think that he was on had a chance to win was this year. Yep. So he's like, all right, let, let's see what else is out there. Yeah. And clearly in this division right now, the Braves are not getting worse. Yeah. The Braves are getting better. They've signed. They're locking up their everyone. talent. Yeah. Look at yesterday. Spencer yep. Strider, whoever, yep. right. I think the guy yep, with the mustache, mm -hmm. uh, they tied him up too. So like the Braves are going to be very good for a long time. Yep. And for the majority of my life, 
the Braves have been winning the NL East. Yeah. So besides 15, you know, they, they've won it like all the time. Yeah. So the Braves are not getting worse. They're getting better. We need to do the same or we're going to always have to play the wild card. Yep. And it's like, do you want to have this three game fucking series where no. you could have won 80, whatever, 90 something yeah, games and, like and the Phillies. Yeah, end up in the same exact spot. Exactly. Yeah. So winning nine extra games, does it matter? Are the, are the Braves and the Mets both going to have to win 105 games each year to win yeah. the series or win the division or 102, whatever it's going to be? Yeah. So it's it's the days are not getting easier in front yeah. of us. The team is good. They are going to make sure that they try to field the best team they possibly can. Steve Cohen's not going to sit back and be like, all right, that was a fun 2022. Let's right. not go for it again in 23. Well, so maybe Otani, maybe judge. We'll see yeah. what happens next year. And again, like also, I know we always say Steve Cohen at the end of the day, it is up to the owners, how much money they're going to shell out. But like, I can't, I don't know how much I can blame Steve Cohen for but something when you like go the over trade so deadline. far, then like, your, your draft picks. But also change, what know? I'm saying is it's somebody else's job to go out and pick, you know, he's, he's the wallet, but he's not supposed to be like, he has said that he's like, I hire the baseball professionals to find me the best players worth spending my money on. Right. So that's like, I feel like no one has like, I feel like Billy Epler has been the least talked about GM for the Mets in the past, like two decades. I feel like it always comes down. And maybe that's because the Wilpons were in charge and you knew it's just the GM has to be craftier to get good talent because they know they're working with the budget. But like, we haven't talked about Billy Epler at all in terms of like, well, trade down line was obviously a flop. Right. You know, you get Darren Ruff, uh, Naquin Vogelback, who was like a, a, a instant star just because people are like, Oh, he's, he's heavy and right. he can hit home runs. Like that's funny, you know, but, like, but Steve Cohen is still listening to those voices when he is choosing how to spend his money. So I think that's something right. this off season is such a huge one. And if it's another disappointment, I think it's really time to start criticizing the other people in charge on the baseball side of things. Like it's not, it's not all Steve Cohen's fault when signings aren't made. No. That's not his job. It's he's the wallet. So who is but in charge? But he also said, I'm going to let things? these people do their thing. Exactly. You know? So if they're not, I think that's something that needs to start being talked about more. Right, I feel right, like it right. hasn't at all. But. So we are going to look forward to, unfortunately, it's like, oh, well, next season. Yeah. But, uh, you know, spring training opening day. I know you haven't been to spring training in a bit. And last year we couldn't go because it got canceled with the, uh, with the lockout. And yeah. then the year before that was obviously the pod seating still. Uh, so we will be down there Saturday for f Saturday, February 25th. It is the first home game down at spring training in Port St. Lucie. I'm sure we'll plan something for that Friday night, the night before uh, tickets for that should go up sometime in November. Usually we try to do it like right around black Friday. So people can start buying stuff and mm -hmm. use it as a gift for the holidays. So um, that's, that's the next thing we are going to have going up. And then obviously uh, renewals for the members. Uh, we'll start a process for new members to fill any open seats. And then we will get rolling on all the other stuff we have planned. We will be in Miami for opening day, uh, which I'm, I'm pretty sure we should be able to get like 2000 tickets to that. Yeah. Maybe we could buy 10,000 tickets, right. but I'm sure we'll be able to sell at least 2000 tickets. So opening day, can't remember the date, but that Thursday down in Miami and the Thursday after I think that, it's the 31st. Cool. Thirty-first. And the Thursday after that is home at City Field on the sixth yeah. uh, of April. The only reason I know that is because the following day is April seventh, which is a Friday, which is an off day usually. Mm -hmm. You didn't go to the boat party, right? No, I couldn't. I'm circling April seventh as next year's boat party. Okay. And what's cool about it is, you know, anyone who comes in from out of town for opening day, maybe they'll stay for the weekend and they'll have something to do Friday night. If by some chance the game does get rained out and mm -hmm. it ends up being played on the seventh. We will be doing a tailgate in the marina lot, the game, and then straight to the boat. On from the marina. Same day. 
which would be insane. Well, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to go to that either. My other brother is getting married April 8th. What is with all these fuck? You know what? You're, you're crazy. It's not my fault. I'm not buying these <laughs> rings. I'm just, I just got to go along with it. So, so. This, this past year, uh, well, this past April, when we did the bow party. I didn't really know what to expect with that yeah. because we've never done it before. And it was so much freaking Everyone fun. Everyone said it was really it fun. It was great. So if you want to go to it, was 110 bucks yeah. for open bar for as many hours as it was. It wasn't just like one option. Yeah. Uh, open bar, full open bar and uh, food, two decks of food. And then the top deck was the uh, the dance floor and all that. And you passed the Statue right. of Liberty. It was, it was a lot of fun. So we are definitely going to have that going next year. I'm pretty sure it'll be the seventh, but we will find out uh, pretty soon on that. Um. So you were there on Sunday night. We're back checking a little bit here, yes. but Diaz comes out in the seventh. Mets are up for nothing, and they play down for nothing. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. The Mets and then there were runners on. He gave up a double that ended up being six. I didn't even whatever. see that double. I didn't even see it hit. So my question to you is this: uh-huh. He has said, you know, as long as he's a pitcher, the trumpets will be his song, and this and that. I feel like him coming out when the Mets are losing in an elimination game, and you. You know, you dim the lights, you play the sound, you got the scoreboard going, and the fans are like, honestly, I was like, sh- I didn't get excited for that at all. I wasn't yeah. like jumping up, not that I jump up and down anyway, but like I wasn't excited. Like, yes, here's well, Diaz, you know here's what? the trumpets. But I, before you go on, go I look around, and I'm not shitting on other fans. They fan how you want to fan, but like people are still like doing the trumpets, or yeah. some people were, and I'm like, what's going on here? Like, why? Number one. I understand like you don't you want to ease the uh, stop the bleeding and you know maybe he comes in and he just lights out then we are only up for for nothing four. and then down down for oh and put something together but like I was very confused by that well there's two things to that one people want to be on TV simple as that it's, okay it's they know they're panning the crowd they want to get on TV that's one two that again there were so many moments in this game that could have been turning points if Diaz comes in and he's fucking lights out gets out of that jam I think you're hoping out of you know, you, had, you did the whole trumpets thing. You had the whole crowd thing. Now you have momentum going in. But, like, the offense was not on board with any of those things. All of the things that they could have taken as momentum to go and do something, they weren't doing anything with it. So, and also that Diaz know. came in and gave up a fucking double right. and it didn't even matter. So, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I like the trumpets. I'm big on trumpets. I think it's fun. People always think, like, oh, you're hating on it because this and that. No. Uh, the, the Timmy Trumpet thing was weird to me and, you know, whatever. That was fun. I, it was, again, at the time. And, like, if they could have kept playing like they were when that happened, we'd be looking back and, oh, that was fucking awesome, wasn't right, it? Right, but right, it's right. it's just how it pans out. It's like if you're going to talk shit, you have to back it up. And that's, right, right, it's right. the same kind of concept. So that's the story with that. So, um, yeah, anyway, for the most part, uh, we could say that there were, you know, some really great moments in this season. Unfortunately, they shit the bed mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, we have to, we have to live with that. So are you going to watch, do you have a team? Like, do you care to watch the playoffs at all? Like Not Seattle's really. a pretty good story. I'm just like, honestly, like I have things to do and I'm very <laughs> happy that I have the free time to do it now. And there is no team in there. I would be happy for the Mariners, but I don't like it, it's. Like you said in the past, I'd be very excited to watch postseason baseball when I can. I would throw the game on whatever. And maybe I still will end up doing that if there's like a crazy game going on. But like, I don't care. Like, I could not care less. I'm especially after the way the season. And I don't want to see a minute of the Braves Phillies. There is nobody in that series who I prefer to win. I really don't. It's it is what it is. I don't care. Just tell me what happens. I don't even care. Don't tell me. I don't care. Right. Right. That's how. Yeah, I'm not watching. I'm not. I'm. You know, I'll probably watch the World Series depending on who's in it. Um, it would be 
great to see Seattle go that far because yeah. everyone's kind of banking on Yankees or Astros, you know, yep. so whatever. Uh, and if Seattle gets there and they win it, good for them. They haven't been in the postseason in like forever. Yeah. So for them to come through would be great. Um, again, I don't really give a shit one way or the other. Yeah. But Survivor. Let's go back to the important. Is that nuts? That's great. That it kind of just worked out that today is the audition for Survivor. And since the Mets lost on, you know, what do they say? Like change the course or like one thing happens. I, and then... That's what I'm saying. I really believe that I was meant to be at my brother's wedding this weekend to not be so miserable about it. And I think it's the same thing. I think everybody out there is going to find an opportunity within the next month that w- they would not be able to jump on had the Mets been in the playoffs. That's that's the energy. I'm, I'm not prepared there. at all. I guess this is my outfit for it. <laughs> uh, I think it's perfect. I, this is, like this is who you are on a daily basis. This is what I'm going to wear. Uh, and then I guess I'm going to Mohegan Sun after this. I got a little dog hair on my arm here, which is weird. Great. So uh, I don't want to look like I'm a sloppy person when I show up. But no, you're fine. so uh, December third, circle your calendars. The next time we get to see each other in person, uh, Julia's probably got a wedding. Or I'm something. in New Zealand. We talk about this every time you mention so, it. So <laughs> uh, QBC. I saw the promo on SMY the other night. They started to promote as well. I think they're doing some kind of hot stove panel or whatever there. Actually, hot stove, it's not hot stove season in December, but whatever. They're going to do like baseball night in New York or something from there. Uh, we will be there. We'll have a table set up. We'll have some limited edition stuff, a couple signed bobbleheads from Daniel Murphy that will be raffled off and all the money will be will be going to prom series. Um, yeah, so that's our next actual in-person get-together. Ari Dickey will be there. Um, Bartolo Colon will be there. Howard Johnson will be there. And it should be a fun time. So December 3rd is the next time that you could get together with some other uh, Mets fans in the area. It's back in uh, Queens this time. They were out at Mulcahy's last year, and uh, I guess they want to get back to the roots in Queens. So go to queensbaseballconvention.com, I think is the website. I don't have any of this written down. I'm kind of just spitballing. Doing great. Shout out to Keith. Uh, He put some flyers on the truck on Saturday night. Hopefully some people uh, saw that and got tickets. I don't know how many tickets are left. But anything you want to say before we end this show? Oh, God. I don't know. Thanks for watching. Yeah. Like, uh, the, honestly, one of the bright spots of this season that will stay bright no matter what is being at the ballpark and having people come up to us and tell us how much they love the show. Because sometimes I like, like, I know people watch the show, but like, sometimes I'm like, wow, you actually watch the show. Thanks. It's so nice. So thank you for watching. Absolutely. It's very nice that you spend time with us each week. Yeah, we love watching the chat. We see a lot of familiar faces in here each week, and it's always a fun time. Uh, you know, chatting with you and doing what we can to kind of bridge the gap between the weeks. Uh, this is our sixth year doing the show. Our first time uh, doing a, po- a show after a postseason game, even though they freaking lost. Yeah. But, uh, you know, a lot of firsts happened this year. And um, hopefully next year is a is a much brighter season. So I want to thank you for uh, all the support you give the show, the seven line in general, the seven line army, all you guys show up thousands of you from all over the globe show up to the outings. And I always appreciate that. Uh, you guys are always very receptive to our website as well. So don't forget about us this off season. Black Friday will obviously be a big day for us. Maybe you want to shop for something for the fam. Definitely stay tuned. If you want to join us for next season, uh, you know, some seats do pop up throughout the, throughout the membership. So if you want to join us for the entire year, that schedule will go up soon. Any seats that open up after the renewal process is over, you could jump on. We do have our one fan that I met out in Oakland that's going to absolutely join yes. no matter what. Uh, he's automatically in. Damn, uh, Jack, Jake. Tough. Damn, I'm messing it up. I so- think it's Jake. I could be wrong. I think it's, it's Jake too. Okay. Uh, Maybe you Jake. Know, and I, I'm bad with names, but I'm pretty good at faces. So yeah. thank you guys for all your support. We, we appreciate it so much. And I guess we will see you next season. Uh, share the show if you want to be involved in this week's giveaway. Look for... 
the tweet to go out sometime next week. And I guess I'm going to go try to be on Survivor now. Love that for you. All right. Peace out, guys. Let's go Mets. Thanks to Coney Island. Thanks to TickPick. Thanks to uh, all you guys for the support throughout the years. Yes. Shout out to Howie. Yeah. Putting the books. Howie, I hope his health issues are better by next year where he could be back. I'm not that Jake wasn't great. I don't think he wants to. I think Howie. <laughs> he's I think, like, I'm done with this. Oh, of course we want uh, good health for everybody. But yes. I think Howie's like, all right, I'm good with doing the home Although games. Although he did say in the playoffs, he's like, I will go wherever the team is going. So. Well, yeah. Let's just hope we have another good team next year. Get Howie where he wants to be for the playoffs. And, and uh, hopefully yeah. Keith Hernandez's arms feeling better. Yes. And renew his contract. Isn't his contract? Up? That's what they were talking and did about. And you see how short Steve Gelbs is that he needed a little booster seat to see over the stage the other night. Poor Steve. They put a box there so he could, <laughs> so he could, so he could see over the stage. Um, now we're just rambling, but anyway, yeah. thank you guys for real. See you guys next week. Tell your friends, Not watch the show. Week. I wish. Oh I shit. Wish, I wish we'd see you next, see you guys week. next year, see you next year. <laughs> see you at a QBC. Yeah. And, uh, that's it. See you guys. Say it. Put the books. Put the books.